and if you have your Bible, I'd encourage you to um, consider these verses. John 17 is the Holy of Holies as far as prayer is concerned. Um, this is Jesus, the night that he was betrayed, and uh, he goes to the Lord, his Father, uh, in prayer. And the section, uh, John 17, is divided up into three sections. In verses 1 to 5, he prays to his Father about himself um, and, and glory and his glory. And in verses 6 to 19, he deals with uh, prayer for his 11 apostles. And then in verses 20 to 26, uh, the third section, he prays for us. He literally prays for those who will believe on him from the word of, of the apostles. So this is the longest recorded prayer of Jesus in scripture. And it's very interesting. It was written probably in the 90 AD. So most of your apostles did not uh, have, the church didn't have this, this prayer until around 90 AD. Um, and he prayed in this section, um, as I mentioned, the longest prayer that we have recorded of him. And when he prays, he, he divides it up uh, between these three sections, uh, praying to God for himself um, and for the glory. He also prays for his apostles, and then he prays for us. And so I'm going to take us to um, the middle section, if you, if you can... Uh, go to that in verses 6 to 19, where he's praying for his 11 apostles. And then, uh, and then I will um, secure us into verses 11 through uh, 13, because what he does in, cha in chapter 17, verses 11 um, through uh, 19, really, uh, he deals with the word or the world. It's very interesting, but he, he has three separate ways of dealing with with us talking about uh, literally his apostles that, that the first section is that they are in the world in verses 11 through 13 he talks about that the apostles are in the world that's their location and then in verses 14 to 17 he talks about their essence that they are not of the world even though they are in the world they are not of the world and then in verses 18 and 19 he goes along with that he has sent them into the world just as he has been sent into the world. So he deals there with the mission. So we have these three different locations. We are in the world, and we're going to go to that one and, and kind of broaden that out. But we're not of the world, but we are sent into the world in verses 18 and 19. So in verses 11 to 13, he says a very unusual thing. He says, now I am no longer, verse 11, in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to you, Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one, and that's the first topic that he talks about, that they may be one as we are. And that's a profound statement, and I'd love to get into that because it's so deep and so wonderful, because we're, we're dealing with unity, and he wants the apostles to be as unified as the Heavenly Father is. And then he says in verse 12, while I was with them in the world, so we're in that section, location, I kept them in your name. Those whom you gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. Now, those, those all have truths that we're going to kind of bypass because I want to go to verse 13. Because I want to take verse 13 and then apply it to this, this prayer time that we have. But now... 
I come to you, Jesus says, and these things I speak in the world that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. And that's the phrase I want you to really gather into your soul, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So we are talking about the fact that God the Father is being interceded with by his son. And his, his request in that verse 13 is that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. So the question then comes is, what is Jesus's joy? What are we talking about? When, G when Jesus sits there and says, I want my joy fulfilled in them, what's he talking about? Well, I'll just, I'll just give you five passages of scripture that I'll just read to you. You can write them down and look at them later. But what does it mean to have the joy? A few weeks ago, I was, I was standing in front of a bunch of uh, kids and teenagers, and I asked, what's your joy? First guy raised his hand, and he was from another church that had been visiting. He raised his hand and said, joy is money. I said, well, thanks for being so straight up and, uh, and honest. And then somebody else, no, 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 it's not money. It's that people really like you. And so they were going through all of the things that made joy, because what your joy is uh, might be different than what Jesus's joy is, because he asks here specifically that they may know my joy, that's Jesus's joy, fulfilled in themselves. So immediately I and my thought went to Psalm 16, verses 8, 9, and 11. It says this in Psalm 16, I have set the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my joy, my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. You, listen to this, you will show me the path of life. Get this phrase, in your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand are pleasures evermore. Well, Jesus knows that passage of scripture. But I, I don't want you to miss, in the presence of God is the fullness of joy. That's our future. No matter what happens upon earth, in Psalm 16, he says very straightforwardly, in your presence is fullness of joy. For the believer, the fullness of joy is the presence of God. But that's not the only passage that will give us the answer to what is Jesus's joy. In John 15, 11, John 15, 11, it says this, these things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you. Now he's taught, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you. Get this. And that your joy may be full. It's, these are phenomenal passages of scripture. Jesus Christ wants us joyful. That reminded me of Hebrews 12, 2. Hebrews 12, 2 that says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our, our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down on the right hand of the throne of God. So question is, what is Jesus's joy? His joy is redemption. His joy is that we as his children are filled with the same joy that he had, which is redemption, the whole course of redemption in life. So no matter what transpires in our prayers, no matter what happens to us as, as an individual, 
The joy of Jesus ought to be upon our life. The joy of Jesus ought to be upon our prayers. When we come to the Lord and we pray to him and we, we bring forth our hearts and our requests, always remember, always remember, God is absolutely in control. He is the sovereign one and that he will bring all things. What it says in eight, Romans 8, 28, all things work together for what? Are you kidding me? Are you literally kidding me? All this that we're going through in America and the other countries that are represented here. Yeah, it's all going to be turning out for God's glory and, and our good. I, I want to encourage you today to remember this. Jesus prayed for you that you would have his joy. Do not, brothers and sisters, do not let the evil one spoil your joy. Do not, do not let the world, do not let the government, do not let anyone take away your joy. Live in the joy of Jesus, that he is going to bring everything out to the good, to his glory. No one can stop it. No one. And so as we pray, let that joy just come out of your, as, he, as Jesus said, and, and that the, the, it will come out of your belly out to bless other individuals. So as, as we pray, let us always remember that the joy of Jesus, he has prayed because he had perfect faith that would be in our lives so that we may have Christ's joy fulfilling and fulfilled in us. That's what I wanted to share with you is to have this joy as a family of prayers, have this joy in our lives. So remember that, that God is good. God is bringing about his will. And no matter all of the obstacles, all of the struggle, all of it is going to glorify his name. And we're going to be part of that.